welcome to episode four. Um, this one definitely des- deserves a special introduction because it is my first interview. But, you know, like I said before, I don't really like the word interview. It was just a really great conversation with someone who was so inspiring and super, super insightful. Um, You know, our discussion was a little lengthy, so I would love to give you a little preface of what you can expect and maybe give you some key points for you to, you know, listen out for so you you know what to take from the conversation, because I feel like her and I touched on a lot of different topics. But, you know, the most important piece was the story that Diana shares. You know, she really is living proof that you can work on something you are passionate about, passionate about and make money doing it. Um, You know, all it really takes is a serious mindset shift. You don't we don't have to necessarily feel stuck in life or feel like we're going to a job every day that we hate or or maybe we don't hate it, but we're not um, fulfilled by it. We could use that energy instead of feeling stuck or complaining about it. That same energy we can use to pay more attention to ourselves and learn to trust the process and trust our intuition to guide us instead of just being distracted and controlled or influenced by all the outside noise. You know, a a point I want to touch on is Diana and I live very different lives. So you will you will hear in our discussion that one thing we both have in common is that we refuse to be mediocre and live average lives. And, you know, this looks a lot different for the both of us. The same way it would look different for you or anyone else if someone asked you what kind of life you want to live. Like, what's your dream life? But there's one thing that stays the same for the both of us. Even though the our lives look different, our mindset is the same. And that's that's the important piece. So I really hope our discussion makes you realize that you can actually have control in your life. You don't have to be at the mercy of your emotions or certain situations that are occurring in your life. It's how you handle those situations and how you show up for yourself in those moments. That's the actual game changer. And I've been showing up and vibrating at a much higher frequency in my life lately. And that was one of the reasons that Diana actually reached out to me. So, you know, it's proof for me that it's possible to to really manifest and start attracting the people and opportunities you want in, in your life. If you're paying attention and you're aware of the energy you're putting out, you know, along with the work that you're putting in. Um, you know, once you get to the end of this discussion, you will have learned a little bit more about what it means to raise your own vibration. And you will also have access to Diana's website where you will get a free guide of visual visualization for yourself. So that's definitely a fun activity. Um, I don't want to give too much away because, you know, once I start talking, I don't stop. So here we go. Okay, so welcome to episode four. I am really excited to have a guest on my show today. Her name is Diana Alexandrova, more affectionately known as Coach D. Um, uh, Diana is a certified intuitive life coach, a speaker on TEDx, and a mindset expert. And On top of all that, she is a content creator and successful copywriter who has been um, featured on Business Insider and Refinery29. So welcome, Coach D. (laughs) Thanks, Alex. Great to be here. I'm really excited to have you. Um, So I want to dive right in. Um, I want you to tell me a little bit about yourself, how you got started on your journey and how you got successful to the point where you are right now great so okay so to preface everything I was born in eastern Europe in Bulgaria and Mm -hmm. the time when I was born was kind of unfortunate because it was the year after the Soviet Union fell so long story short we didn't have much you could and buy stuff like jeans or sugar at the store so the only way for people to be successful quote unquote is to basically go abroad and so that had always been my dream ever since I was a little girl and I taught myself English by watching MTV and so (laughs) 
Yeah, I mean, you had to do it somehow. And um, when I was in high school, I won a scholarship to study abroad in high school in New Hampshire. And then when I was in high school, I won a scholarship to study abroad, well, to study in the US still in college. So I went to Trinity College in Connecticut. So what would have been a wonderful career, I graduated with three degrees and it was a very expensive education didn't pan out for me. So I graduated with about $20,000 student debt and I couldn't find a job. And so my first job out of college was a door-to-door salesperson for Verizon. I was selling internet. Yeah, knocking on people's doors was very uncomfortable, but it taught me a lot. And then I um, ended up getting a job at Bank of America and I thought, oh my God, like I've made it. I'm going to This is a big deal, right? Because when you're in the corporate world, that's like, a big deal, right? This is where people tell you you're supposed to be. <laughs> exactly. So everyone was really excited for me. Like my mom was like, oh my God, my daughter works at a bank. Mm-hmm. However, I'd never been more miserable in my life because I was a teller. So I was behind one of those thick windows. That's mm-hmm. and I had to touch money like all the time to a point where I was grossed out by it. And the worst of all was that I had to log in every time I had to take a pee break. And I was like, I can't oh my do God. that. Like where you would control, they're paying attention to everything you're doing. Every exactly. Second. Exactly. So I lasted about seven months and then I decided like, screw this. I'm not going to do the corporate thing. Mm-hmm. I quit my job and I decided to go be a travel blogger. Wow. So- Which is like really risky, right? Like people would consider that something really risky. Yeah. So I didn't think twice about it. I had about like $1,900 to my name. And I thought, oh, that's a lot of money. Like Mm -hmm. I can go and like be successful and live in Bali for cheap. But I went to Bali and I realized that Bali in 2016 was not Bali from say six or 10 years ago when everything was dirt cheap. And Mm -hmm. I realized that if I didn't have a work, like a like a job to do, I couldn't replenish my savings. And so about two weeks in Bali, I kind of ran out of money. So I flew back to Europe. I um, ended up in Barcelona, mm-hmm. where I had been drawn to because I did an internship in college um, in hospitality. So I came back to Barcelona thinking, okay, I'm in Europe now, I can surely make it. Mm-hmm. And I ended up in a string of really crap jobs like I was selling clothes whenever the shopkeeper would call me in for this one store I was making juice so that mm-hmm. was my my official title I was a juice maker at a, mm-hmm. a, a fruit shop mm-hmm. which luckily now like I make amazing juice juices so yeah so you got something out of it <laughs> yes and um another job that I had was selling tickets for random parties that I didn't even go to. And mm-hmm. all in all, again, I ran out of money. And just one week before I was due to leave my uh, rented room because I couldn't afford it, mm-hmm. I landed a job at a tech startup. And so I thought, okay, like now I've made a tech startup. Amazing. Mm-hmm. And it was a company that was working with Google and all that. It sounded prestigious. So I, you know, went there and I realized that I hate it again. Mm-hmm. And um, I spent about, must have been eight months at the job. Mm-hmm. And then I said, I said, okay, like this is it. Like I'm not doing any more work that's tied to a desk anymore. So mm-hmm. I did something very radical I decided to sublet my room. I bought a one-way ticket to the Dominican Republic and I live in a tree house. I moved to a tree house. A tree house? Like what what is that even like? Well, it was, um, so I found a way to volunteer at a hotel where I wouldn't have to pay rent. Yeah. Okay. And uh, the hotel happened to be a bunch of tree houses, like kind of together on a property. So it was like a novel thing. Uh Yeah. So I, you know, packed the backpack. I went to the DR and I said, now I don't have to pay rent. They're Mm -hmm. giving me meals a day. I'm going to stay here until I figure out how to make money online. And so this was in 2017, Mm -hmm. uh, about 27 days into the trip, I got a client Mm -hmm. and it was this guy 
who wanted me to write articles about HR things. So how to, you know, write your resume, how to land a job, how to write a CV. Mm -hmm. And so I thought, okay, amazing. Like I quoted him a thousand euros a month and I was like, oh my God, this is so cool. And he paid, like, he was fine with that. Like that's, he was willing to pay it. Wow. It's funny because you read about stories like this. And then you're like, this doesn't, this is not real. People don't do this. People don't just leave their jobs and, you know, do something extreme like this and and actually make it right. But here I am, I'm talking to you and you, you exist like you, this, you're telling me your story about how you got here. It's crazy. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And it was scary at the time, but I just, I couldn't take it anymore. And I think the quality of mind that's always worked for me is I am to a point physically incapable, almost allergic of doing something that's not good for me. Because when I'm stuck at a job that I hate, I start getting migraines, I start getting bloated, I can't feel your body resist it. Right? Oh, my gosh, like I can relate to that. Because in, in one of my episodes, I it's values over everything. I was speaking about how I would do something that I would engage in that I thought I enjoyed or maybe at one point I did it was enough for me and it wasn't anymore and I couldn't figure out why I would have this feeling it was like almost a tension feeling or like if you're not around the right people or you're doing something that's not aligned with you it's like your body physically doesn't let you almost it doesn't feel well it's it's crazy but the mind and the body really connects when it comes to you doing something that's you know not fitting for you. Exactly. And so I just had to make that decision. And Mm -hmm. um, what happened after is that was the beginning of my career as a freelance writer. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't until the pandemic hit in 2020 that I started making real money. And the secret to that, it's not really a secret, but I went from writing blogs for like 40 to $60 per blog Mm -hmm. to actually taking a copywriting course. And I realized, okay, so like if I write a blog, that's content. But if I write copy, that text is meant to sell people on a product or service. So anytime you go to your favorite website and let's Mm -hmm. say you're buying like a like a yoga mat or you're buying like a juicer or maybe mm-hmm. you're buying a new camera that stuff that you read as the product description that's copywriting anything that you read on oh. instagram yeah exactly anything you read on instagram that's supposed to be you know something engaging hey guys check out my free masterclass. that's copywriting so i figured out that with this type of skill set i could get companies to pay me a lot of money so I took this course and Mm -hmm. about maybe eight weeks, it was an eight week course on week eight. Mm -hmm. I got a, um, I got an opportunity to write for an event called ad world, which is an online digital conference. So yeah, it was really cool because they're a big deal. So I landed that project. And then two months later, I got offered an $80,000 job from an e-commerce company. That's so cool. So, so this was my beginning with copywriting and really it has been the skill that allowed me to save a bunch of money quickly and to pursue other passions. And so I've been a copywriter for, well, since 2020 full time, but in the process, I also decided to explore other areas. So I also um, am getting my certification due this week uh, as an intuitive life coach. And I've also started creating content. I have an email list and it's all thanks to copywriting. So this was my transition from a broke traveler living and in a tree house. And it's fulfilling for you. Like the copywriting is something you enjoy doing. You're making money off of it, but it's also fulfilling for you. And I feel like people yes. don't always think that that's possible. You know, like I feel like society just makes us, um, you know, feel like we have to be stuck or like, this is just what it is. That's life. You get a job, who cares if you don't, you don't enjoy it, you know, you're paying your bills and that's it. You're just, you're just going with the flow of life as opposed to actually having control over it and and what you're doing and the decisions you're making and things like that. 
Absolutely. And the thing is that people still have that belief that you have to pick one thing and do mm -hmm. this one thing until you're you're dead, basically. But mm -hmm. I've never been able to do so. When I was in college, um, my parents couldn't send me money. And mm -hmm. so I had to support myself. So I worked four jobs at the same time and they mm -hmm. were all different. And um, as a copywriter, again, I, you know, work for um, a, a client of mine who's a CEO of a coaching company. I mm -hmm. have a travel client. I have a digital advertisement client. So I think for people who are multi-passionate, mm -hmm. don't let anyone tell you that you have to focus on one thing. That's bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Is this what like led you to coaching? Like you feel like you have to, because you did it, you, you know, you made it the way you did. You feel like you have to the ability to coach other people to bring them to their potential <clears throat> is that is that that's fulfilling for you yeah it's just to put it this way i am now the mentor that i wish i had 5 years ago mm -hmm. and i just want to be that person for people who can tell them the truth in the face like no bs yeah. mindset frames tough mm -hmm. love but at the same time when you talk to me, like you're free to say whatever you want. I'm never going to judge you. Like mm -hmm. you can think of me as your friend, like, okay, yeah. tell me your stuff. And then we'll figure out what you can actually do and move your butt to yeah. do the thing. I already get that energy off of you. And I I literally just met you and I'm just like, I was super nervous, but you, you give off that energy and we're not even in person, you know, like just being over zoom, it, it shows like the power that someone has when they have the right energy. That's right. Yeah. It's all the quantum field because even though there's, you know, computers and miles mm -hmm. uh, between us, everything like energy doesn't work the same way that physical objects work. And mm -hmm. so on the energetic highway of vibration, we mm -hmm. can connect through time and space. I know that sounds kind of out there, but it's no, true. It's so, the truth. It's like it's yeah. like you physically feel it's just like that's how we're able to connect with people. Like that's how, you know, you can be around someone and you know right away, oh my God, I click with this person. There's just something, you know, I can't explain it. We just, we just get each other, you know, even like on a friendship level or a romantic level, you just know. And it's the same thing, the opposite. When you're around somebody and you're like, oh, I just can't. Like we just, it's something is off here. The energy is off. Don't want to be in this situation or around this person. Like I feel like, our bodies let us know on a physical level and it's the the energy absolutely and that's mm -hmm. all intuitive that's all intuition too mm -hmm. and I feel like people ignore that sometimes or a lot of the time because I think it's uncomfortable maybe for some people or they don't know how to react to it maybe yeah, the thing is that everyone is intuitive and can connect with their intuition. But for some people, they have to see the cold, hard evidence. Like they don't trust themselves enough mm -hmm. to say, I'm walking into this room. I do not vibe with that person over in the corner. Mm -hmm. Because then their, their left brain steps in, the logical masculine brain steps in and is like, but wait a minute, you're judging someone. You haven't even met yes, this person. Yes, I know. Because I've always kind of been like that. Like I've always had a strong intuition. Like I know what fits for me and what doesn't. But it's like I've never trusted myself enough to, you know, to listen sometimes. Like I would go against it. I don't know what exactly caused me to do that. But like, I always felt like, it's almost like I felt out of place because I'm like, no one else does this. Like, it's just me that that feels this way or that knows when I'm not fitting somewhere or when something is not right for me. But I would just go with it anyways because I'm like, everybody else is just going with the flow. But it causes like a friction and a tension because it's not where you belong, you know? That's right. And and the sad thing is that everyone's trying to be a part of the group. Mm -hmm. But if you want to think like everyone, that's mm -hmm. the thing. You're going to think like everyone. So mm -hmm. do you want to be a part of the mold or do you want to forge your own path? Yes, exactly. Um, so I want to share with everyone who's listening right now how we met because people wouldn't even believe, you know. Um, I started following you from my Instagram, my Skip the Small Talk Instagram, which I have, I think, like 70 followers. I don't have a lot. It's very new. I started following you and you followed me back. And not only did you follow me back, but you reached out to me in my DM through a voice note, not even a, a message. And I'm like, this is not real. Like, for me, I'm like, this is a scam. 
you know, like either she's trying to sell me something or this is a scam. It's a fake page. Like there's no way. Cause I went onto your page. I'm like, she has like 17,000 followers. I'm like, she has all this content. Why is she following me back? Like, there's no way. I'm like, is this the universe like answering me because I put myself out there? I don't really know, but I, I need to ask you this. Like, I need to know why did you follow me back? Why did you reach out? Like, what made you reach out to me? You know, because for me, I'm like, I'm not at the level, you know, I'm not at your your success level. So I'm like, how? How? <laughs> That's really funny that you thought that I was a scammer. <laughs> Listen, there's a lot a of pay, there's a lot of scammers on online. Yeah. There's a ton of them. I'm like, until I started looking and then I'm like, OK, no, this is her actual. <laughs> this is a real page. Yeah. So the reason why I followed you is that's the thing. I have this ability to see people Mm -hmm. before. Like I see you in a way that you may not see yourself yet, but I see a woman on her way up. I see a woman who's trying to create something and provide value for other people. I can feel your vibe. Like I look at your photo, I look at what you're posting. And that's the thing. Everything that you post Mm -hmm. has a vibration. Your words on your post have a vibration. Your photo has a vibration. Mm So I'm so tuned in to all of that, that I can tell you right away, I vibe with this person or I do not vibe with this person. Even and, through social media. Yes. And and that's the thing. Like I said before, I wish that I had a mentor five mm-hmm. years ago when I was struggling and everything was new to me. And so anytime mm-hmm. I see someone who's on the right path, I just mm-hmm. want to send them a message and sort of give them encouragement to know like, it takes time. Growth isn't overnight, but mm-hmm. keep doing what you're doing. Don't give up just because you see that other people have a podcast with like a hundred thousand downloads per episode yeah. and you're starting out. Like everything takes time. So growth isn't linear as well. So it's not like every day you're going to grow with one little step and then the next day, another little step. Mm-hmm. No, it's like, you grow little steps and then all of a sudden, bam, like you just basically blow up your growth mm-hmm. and it, it may take one appearance somewhere. It may take one connection. So for you, Alex, I see that you're on the right path and I mm-hmm. wanted you to know that. And the reason why I send voice notes is because that's my preferred method of communication. No, I love that. I do the- too. Even in my, my personal life, I'm always voice notes. I think it's, I don't know, it's fun and it's more personal. <laughs> It is. And also, yeah. like I said, your your voice carries a certain vibration. So the way that you say things mm-hmm. conveys extra energy versus only writing. So for me, like if I have, um, you know, when I work with clients, when I talk to friends, it's always mm-hmm. like DM me, send me a voice note, send me a WhatsApp, send me a mm-hmm. messenger voice note. That's kind of my uh, yeah. my style. I really I know I, I really appreciate that like I'm I'm, also, I'm like stuttering a little because it's it's a big deal for me you know that someone you know like you who who is this far in life you know reached out to me and sees something in me that you're right I may not see it myself because I do have moments of like doubting what I'm doing even when I do a podcast episode I'm like really excited about it I'll put it out and literally after I put it out sometimes I'm like I don't know, but did I do this right? Did I say this right? Should I have put this out, you know? And then I'll get positive feedback and I'm like, oh, okay, this is this is cool. Like people are really tuning into me and they're listening. And um, I just think, you know, I really appreciate you reaching out to me. <laughs> of course. Um, and mm-hmm. yeah, like I said, you know, growth isn't overnight, but you're on the right path. And it's very normal to have this doubt. Mm-hmm. Um, anyone has doubts. I have, I work with coaches who are ahead of me. They're my coaches. And we constantly have conversations about imposter mm-hmm. syndrome. And so, you know, first you think, oh, um, I'm going to be legit when I get 10,000 followers or a hundred thousand or a million, mm-hmm. but you're never going to be legit until you legitimize yourself. And so yes, it comes from your- inward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like and I feel like in this world, especially now, like social media, like Instagram, whatever, it's amazing as a tool, you know, to promote yourself and your brand. But I feel like it people use it as like a platform to like as a production for themselves, like how they look and but inward, they're not really working. And that's my point. Like I, you know, my personal social media, it's great. You know, you post great photos, my family and my kids and all this stuff. But I'm like, I want to make sure that inward, I feel as 
good and amazing as these pictures and this this what I'm portraying on the outside because I feel like that's important. You know, I don't want I want people to feel my energy as opposed to just seeing a you know a pretty face or a beautiful family or everything on the outside. I feel like it's more important to the inner to come out outward. Of course, and and people can relate to you this way because if you've got a a picture of a perfect family, people are like, oh, forget it. Like she's not like me. I can't relate to that. Yeah, and exactly. And if you show a photo of like your kids with like spaghetti stains on their white yeah, shirt, yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> people are like, yes, that's yeah, it. She, I get it. it exactly. Yeah, and you know. And I always talk about like living a good life and like all this stuff, but I I also don't want people to perceive it as, you know, or like I have this thing where I always say, you know, I don't want to be average or I don't want to live a mediocre life. And I think sometimes that comes across like, you know, she wants to be better than somebody else, but it's not that it's more so like. I want to be so grounded in myself that I don't care about what's going on outside of me or what the next person is doing. Or it's more about me um, being solid and like and building my own foundation. Of course. And this is so funny you say that because Mm -hmm. uh, this afternoon I'm posting a reel on my biggest Mm -hmm. fear, which is to be mediocre and average. Yes, I I just can't. And when I say that, it's like, I'm I'm sure there are people that take it like when, oh, she doesn't want to be average and they think it's like on a material level or a money level. And it's like, that is the last thing on my mind. When I say I don't want to be average or mediocre, I mean, like, I don't want to have dull relationships with people. You know, I don't want to be in a relationship or or married to someone that I don't, um, you know, like I, it's just I'm settling or I'm just there. You know, some people just stay in these relationships because you have kids or whatever. Like, I never want to be that or like society has this thing where like if you get married and you have kids or something like your life is over you know like oh I'm just a miserable mom I'm just tired I'm just not doing anything else with myself and it's like that's not it like I that's not me and I don't want that to be me and like I feel like society puts that on people like especially in 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 motherhood I feel like it's such a a thing where like oh she's a mom like she's gonna look a mess she's gonna you know she's going to lose herself and like all of this. And I'm just like, no, when I had kids, it helped me. It helped me. It helped me realize like I have a toddler and she's in this stage where she's like learning all these big emotions and I have to help regulate her. And I'm like, how can I help regulate her if I'm not right? If I don't know how to regulate myself, if I don't know what I'm feeling, you know? So it's like all of these things at the end are tied into going inward and knowing yourself. That's right. Mm -hmm. And this is why it's so powerful to know yourself. And when we talk about average, we just are talking about competing with ourselves. Because, you know, life is finite. And so you don't want to end up in your mid 50s and 60s and look back and be like, wow, like I always wanted to go to Kenya on a safari or I always Mm -hmm. wanted to launch my skincare brand. And and what if and what if? And Mm -hmm. by the time you start what ifing yourself, it's too late. So you don't want to be yeah, no, exactly. And that was the point like uh, of I would I wanted to bring to this episode too of saying like we need to like people need to normalize self-improvement. Like the same way people normalize going to the gym and you know doing all this physical work, I feel like uh you know inner work it just gets I don't know, it gets brushed off. Like people are, are all about the outside, the glitz and the glamour and like posting, you know, relatable quotes on Instagram. I see that all the time. And don't get me wrong. I post the quotes too. I love some good quotes, but like, if you're not actually living by them or you're not, you're not doing it, then what's the, what's the point? You know, like, um, for me, it's like people see confidence or like, um, you know, power as status, right? Like how you look, the car you drive, you know, your watch and your money. But for me, like being powerful is like being, um, having like fortitude and equanimity where you're like, nothing shakes me. Nothing. Like I'm so sure about what I'm saying and what I'm doing and the decisions that I'm making. So I don't have anxiety and I don't feel anxious about what I'm doing because I know myself enough. I know what I'm feeling. I know why I'm feeling it. I know how to handle it. It's not anybody else's responsibility. You know, sometimes I feel like when you're when you're married, 
uh, maybe women tend to do this where their their husbands are like responsible for how they're feeling or their happiness. And it's really, it's not, it has to come from you. You have to know, like right now, I'm just feeling frustrated because of this. It doesn't mean nothing's wrong. It doesn't mean it's a bad life, you know, whatever. I'm just feeling this in this moment. I know why I'm feeling it and I know how I'm going to regulate it. And I feel like that's so powerful. Like knowing yourself to the level where nothing outside can shake you. Yeah, that's right. And the big mm -hmm. issue stems from the fact that most people can't even tell how they feel because we're constantly on our phones and there's so much noise everywhere. So noise, one yeah. advice that I'll give, yeah, one advice that I'll give anyone listening is Google the wheel of feelings by Gloria Wilcox. You'll oh, see no, a no, diagram no. of a wheel. The wheel. Yeah, I love that. I use it. That's right. By Gloria Wilcox. So I use mm -hmm. that in my coaching practice all the time. Essentially, it gives you mm -hmm. one big wheel and you can point how many things you feel on a daily basis. So mm -hmm. we're not talking happy and sad. We're talking bored, anxious, mm -hmm. doubtful, excited, um, you know, clear, needy, things like that. So then when you know the nuances of your feelings, mm -hmm. you can really point to the main core feelings, which are happiness, sadness, anger. Mm -hmm. um, so then once you identify what you feel, you can then choose a different part of the wheel to be at. And another thing is that People think that their emotions and thoughts really shape their life and they do to a degree, but you're never at the mercy of your emotion. Mm -hmm. So if you feel frustrated, you know what? Shake it off, raise your vibration, get mm -hmm. out of that feeling of frustration. And one very quick way to raise your vibration is to tune into a higher vibration emotion. So for example, I have a course coming up on this, on raising your vibration, but I work with a chart of vibrational calibration. So when you're feeling frustrated or anxious, mm -hmm. you're at about level of 100 to 120. You want to go to a higher vibration emotion, such as gratitude, which is at 540. So the simplest thing to do is literally stop in your tracks, sit down or stand up, breathe and mm -hmm. think about something you're so grateful for. So there are two things you can do here. Either think about, say for you, like your, your girl, your husband, your family, you can think about that and think about how grateful you are to have them. Or if you're someone who hasn't achieved what they desire very strongly, they can imagine a reality where they have. So let's say you mm -hmm. really want to have a child and let's say a mansion and a nice car, like mm -hmm. put yourself that reality and breathe and just give yourself three minutes on the clock to feel that gratitude just wash over you like every mm -hmm. cell of your body and then trust me you're gonna see how that frustration starts to literally melt off of you yeah because it's like a, a shift like a mindset shift that you're doing you're exactly. going from being frustrated to I get to do this you know like or like if you're having let's say a crazy day with my kids I'm like this is frustrating but then you're like I get to I get to do this like this is only a small you know portion of their lives and 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 um it's just a stage you know like they, these crazy chaotic days aren't gonna last like I'm grateful to be able to have this time with them and spend this time with them like it's like a mindset shift of being frustrated to realizing the you know the um being grateful for it Exactly. So that's the thing, really, you can, you can choose what emotion to vibrate anytime you want. So for mm -hmm. people who think, oh, my life is going to be dull and boring most days, it really doesn't have to be and you don't need a whole ton, you don't need to chase the next thing to be happy, you can mm -hmm. be happy right now. And if happiness is too much of a stretch for you, you can at least be satisfied right now today. Mm -hmm. And I, I sometimes I feel like contentment is more important than happiness. Like, because happiness, like, I feel like people put it at this, it's it's just a feeling, it's an emotion, like any any other feeling, it's going to come and go, you're not, it's impossible for anyone to just be happy 24-7, like, it's, you're going to feel other emotions throughout the day, throughout, you know, throughout time, it's more for me, and I had said in one of my previous episodes, it's just chasing alignment for me and chasing inner, you know, my chasing inner work and myself. And, and my values. Exactly. Mm -hmm. 
That's it. Because like you said, happiness doesn't last. And don't trust anyone who tells you they're happy 24 Mm seven, because that is some psychopath stuff like that doesn't (laughs) happen. And so I think you said it really well, Alex, in our society, we think that to be content with something is like, oh, she's not trying. Mm -hmm. But that's not the truth. It's crazy to want people to be, you know, bouncing off the walls, excited and happy all the time. Because when you look at the physics behind it, emotions like happiness and excitement, they have a very high energetic spend because they vibrate over level 500. So what happens? It's Mm -hmm. like you're running a sprint. You can't Mm -hmm. sprint forever. You're going to have to slow down at some point. So when you slow down and come down from that emotion of, excitement and happiness you have two choices either you go be anxious which Mm -hmm. is still spending a lot of energy being anxious or you can choose to kind of drop into your heart and be like okay I'm content now I'm gonna breathe Mm -hmm. everything's fine I'm not super excited but I'm also at a very steady level of energy I'm not overspending my energetic limit and you suddenly join the marathon so it's no longer a sprint and you calibrate your emotion down Mm -hmm. and so I think content is a great emotion to be feeling Mm -hmm. most of the time yeah and and I don't like I said I don't know why but people feel like it's it's boring or like you know you can't just feel calm and where you at and where you're at you know you just you have to keep going and going and going Yeah. And this is just societal programming, really, because I get it. We want to innovate. We want progress. But at the Mm -hmm. same time, what good is to build the next thing if your foundation is weak and can't support it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And for me, like I said, you know, I think everyone should be consistently working on themselves. Like, you know, like you, you, you see someone going to the gym on a physical level, but, and then they, you'll like people notice that kind of stuff. Like, oh, you look great, blah, blah, blah. But like, people don't ever really notice when you're, you know, how you react to something. I feel like a big part of self-work is like something you would be reactive to before I'm no longer reactive to, or things like that. Like, that's a big deal. Yeah, that's a huge deal because most people are reactive all the time and Mm -hmm. we don't want to do that. We want to be proactive or Mm -hmm. we want to be, you know, resistant to it. So when something comes up, for example, um, you have a meeting and you're you have a power outage and you're like, Mm -hmm. oh, my God, this is the worst thing. Like, I'm going to go insane. Mm -hmm. That's reactive. And proactive is being like, "Okay, I'm going to accept that this is happening. I'm going to try to join by phone. And if I can't, you know what? People are going to figure out that something happened. And um, you bring uh, a very good point, which is that people care about the outside. And it is easier to see like, oh, she's been going to the gym. Her butt looks great or she's (laughs) got some abs, you know, like this is great. Like, don't get me wrong. I love me a good booty and and listen, I love looking cute and putting on a nice outfit. I love all of that stuff. Right. But being badass, it's just it's not just that. Like, that's my thing. Like, go ahead. Continue. But yeah, (laughs) exactly. And so the problem with people not taking care of themselves emotionally and mentally is it's very obvious. You can't see it because your mindset is sort of like electricity. We Mm. know that it's there. We know that it's real but we can't see it or touch it. And so it's up to us to start cultivating little practices. So Mm -hmm. for example, I work with overwhelmed moms in my one-to-one coaching. And I, Mm -hmm. what I do is I give them like a personalized ritual. So one mom was looking for a way to take care of herself. And she said, Oh man, I really miss living in New Zealand. And I said, what do you miss about it? She says, well, I used to be surrounded by these mountains and fields and lakes, and I used to go on hikes and it was so wonderful and it was my mm-hmm. self-care routine. So now she lives in Europe. She lives in a big city. And I said to her, well, I want you to go to the store. I want you to get yourself a really nice shower gel, like something like rituals or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I want you to take a shower every morning when you have 20 minutes to yourself mm-hmm. and just pick a scent that reminds you of those mountains and lakes. Mm-hmm. And I want you to just really give your body like a really nice massage in the shower where you feel like you're in your body, you're taking care of yourself and you're honoring your body. Mm-hmm. So she did that for a while and she texted me. She's like, Oh my God, D, like I am finally giving myself what I need. 
And it's so crazy because this is a, a 20 minute ritual. You could do it mm -hmm. in 10 minutes if you don't have time. You don't have to do anything crazy. It's just about showing respect and actual appreciation for your own self. Yeah, it's showing up for yourself. Mm -hmm. No, absolutely. I agree. And, um, but yeah. <laughs> so, um, the next thing I wanted to touch on, just give me one second is um oh yeah your course your course that you were working on I'm like interested in hearing a little bit more about that sure so I got really interested in raising my vibration mm -hmm. about about 10 years ago maybe 14 years ago now because like I said I was growing up in, in eastern Europe and mm -hmm. I was like why is everyone so negative all the time like I mm -hmm. felt like I never fit in so I started reading physics and I have to let you know, like, I'm not good in with math. I'm actually horrible at math, but mm -hmm. I'm really good at abstract things. So I started digging in and I realized that emotions calibrate at a different level. And so this, there's been studies by Dr. David R. Hawkins done on kinesiology. So every emotion has a certain calibration from zero to about 1000. Wow. And so I realized that this whole time, by doing a couple of things that I sort of created over the years, I had been consistently raising my vibration. So anytime I would feel frustrated, I'd raise my vibration and feel better. Anytime before a big meeting, before, you know, talking to a new client, I'd raise my vibration. Anytime I'm manifesting the perfect Airbnb, um, mm -hmm. I would raise my vibration. And so I said to myself, well, a lot of people are already kind of coming to this conclusion, but they don't really know how to raise their vibration. Mm -hmm. And so I started reading about it. I saw what else was on the internet and I didn't find, you know, something that I wish I would have found to study. So I decided to do it myself. And I created a course called Razor Vibration where I teach people how to calibrate their emotions Mm -hmm. what to eat for high vibrations, what to wow. wear for high vibrations. Literally, I get so granular into the things like literally, this is what people are going to raise your vibration. This is how to have a high vibrational cocktail. Mm -hmm. This is what to avoid. This is a high vibrational playlist. Listen to this music, do this movement. And so it's very detailed. And the goal of this course is really for people to be able to enter a new different state of high vibrational consciousness, mm -hmm. where in literally three minutes, you would feel better, you would get more relaxed, you would melt off anxiety, which is something that I personally struggle with, mm -hmm. you know, frequently is anxiety. And uh, I just really wanted to give people a way that's fast and easy to apply so that they could feel better, manifest better. And when we manifest, we're talking about manifesting better people into your life, saying no to relationships that don't serve you mm -hmm. and manifesting more money into your life as well. Because I understand that a lot of people want to be wealthier, want to start a business online and whatnot. Mm -hmm. So for me, this course is just the one and all way to find out how to do this. And because I'm such a fan of doing things quickly, I made sure that the whole course would take no longer than one hour to complete. It's very light. It's very fun. I'm doing all the lectures on camera nice. and it's supposed to be something that transforms your life, but you're not going to need anything extra. So it's not like one of these courses where it's like, okay, you bought the course. Now you need to go and buy this equipment. None of that. Yeah, none of all that. three ways to do that. And once you understand the technique, you can make your own and you can calibrate it into your day. And uh, you're going to enter a whole new level, your next level. So I'm really excited about that. That's that's so cool. And I, I definitely believe that when you start showing up or like you, you say, you know, vibrating at a higher frequency, you attract different opportunities and people into your life. Like it's it's really true because like when I started this podcast, it, it did that for me. I'm like, I put, I started, I was brave enough to put myself out there, you know, um, to, to find something more fulfilling for me and to help other people. And all of a sudden, like all of these things, like I, I can't even say if they're coincidences or not. They just like, even you being connecting with me I'm like this is this has to be the universe like I don't know I can't no other explanation for it then you know this is me putting myself out there and this is what I'm attracting these are the type of people I'm attracting the connections I'm attracting and you know the energy that I'm attracting 
That's exactly right. And when you said coincidence, so in my training as a as a certified coach, I've learned that there's no such thing as a coincidence and uh-huh. we constantly attract what we put out. Mm-hmm. The problem is that more often than not, we're not aware of what we put out. So when you become aware of what vibrations mm-hmm. are, and I, I teach what a vibration is because people people always talk about, hey, what's the vibe? Raise your vibe. Yeah, yeah. Vibe. good, good vibes only. <laughs> positive vibes only yeah what do you mean I think people just use it as a as a quote like as a a thing to say I know it's yeah it's become very popular good vibes only exactly and and you know like it's great that there is awareness that this kind of thing exists but I've gone really in depth and I've explained the physics behind it because Mm -hmm. I don't want people to think like oh I have to be spiritual to do this you don't have to because take Mm -hmm. it for me I'm a half a spiritualist half a scientist I went to a neuroscience school so what I'm looking at here is the physics and also Mm -hmm. the spirit so science meets spirit of how this works Um, And this is why it's so important to first understand what we're working with and then bend it to your own liking so you Mm -hmm. can attract just like yourself. And I'm just one of, you know, one of many, many people that you will attract, Alex. I'm sure of it. I can tell you right now. (laughs) I I appreciate that. I hope so. (laughs) Listen, I hope so. Um, But no, what you're doing is very important. And, um, you know, life coaching, I feel like I don't know if there's enough light shed on it. Like, it's very important, you know, it's and it's different than therapy, too. I feel like people, you know, maybe Mm -hmm. I'm going off course here, but like people tend to confuse the two, like with life coaching and and therapists, both very important. But I feel like life coaches really help people tap into who they are as opposed to like trying to heal them or fix them or find the problem. They're tapping into the potential that they already have. Yeah, and this is a great, that's a great point. So I'll give a very simple explanation. If you imagine a baseline of feeling okay, a Mm -hmm. therapist works under the line, you don't feel good, something is broken, something is wrong, let's Mm -hmm. go back in time and fix it. A therapist Mm -hmm. goes back into the past. Meanwhile, a coach is like, you're doing okay, but let's make you a badass. Let's supercharge you to the next level. So a coach would always work in the present. We Mm -hmm. do not focus on old things. What a coach might do is say, oh, okay, I see that you have a trauma from abandonment. But instead of going back and talking about why your mother or father did something to you, we're going to talk about how you were able to overcome it to get to today, Mm -hmm. what strengths you have that have helped you already, and how you can amplify that to get to the next level. So To put it simply, a therapist works in the past and a coach works in the present to get Mm. you to a better future. That's great. And I have a question. Is it possible to be coached and coach at the same time? So like get someone who's coaching you, but also you're coaching other people. Is that possible? Of course. And it it all comes down to understanding that you don't know everything everything in the world. And Mm -hmm. I'll give you an example. I have two coaches. One of them is a marketing coach. And my Mm -hmm. certification coach, Heather Alice Shea, is actually a mentor of mine. And she's giving me a lot of useful tips. And she really takes me as an equal and gives me a ton of advice. So Mm -hmm. she does that for me. Meanwhile, I'm able to reach more people and coach them because This is what happens. There are certain levels of progress. And so if you've got a coach who's really advanced, like high up there, Mm -hmm. they can coach you. You're a couple levels below them still learning. And then a couple levels below you, there are many more people who can learn from you and then they can go up and so on. So it's definitely possible to be coached and to coach at the same time. Okay. <laughs> Cause I, I'm interested in both. Like I'm still in the phase where like I'm learning from, you know, I teach myself. I do a lot of reading and research and I'm constantly like I, I think it's nerdy. I call it nerdy all the time, but I'm very into the books and and then I, you know, I come across someone like you who I would love to keep continue learning from, but then there's also a part of me that wants to go out there and like to tell people these things, you know, hence the reason why I'm having this this episode, because I think it's it's just so good for people to get a grip on this knowledge. <clears throat> yeah, and you can definitely do both, of course. Mm-hmm. Very nice. <laughs> so um, I, I just want to say again, you know, thank you for joining in with me. 
Um, I'm going to share all of your information with, you know, the people here listening. I'm going to attach the link to, you said you had a freebie or something that you want to share. Yeah. So I have a quick visualization guide mm-hmm. that helps people with clarity and tapping into gratitude and raising their vibration to mm-hmm. manifest what they may not know that they truly desire. So you can grab that on my website and I'll spell out the link. So I've got a very long name that I tried mm-hmm. to make it sound easier, but this is Diana, D-A-Y-A-N-A, mm-hmm. Alexandrova, A-L-E-K-S-A-N-D-R-O-V-A.com. So diana.dianaalexandrova.com slash gift. And you can just download it right there. So I'm going to put that link in the description of this episode. Um, And, you know, they'll find out about your course and everything on the website, correct? Yeah. And Mm -hmm. also, if anyone is interested in exploring vibration and calibrating your reality Mm -hmm. that is listening to this podcast, my course is set to launch in October. The first week is my birthday month. So anyone that comes to the course, I will prepare a special code, which will be all caps, small talk, and you can get $50 off of the course just to say thank you for tuning in. Oh, thank you. That's very exciting. Okay. Um, so yeah, I want to thank you for joining me again. And, you know, thank you for taking the time out. I'm sure you're usually super busy and booked. Um, and I don't think our, this is the end. Like, I think we're going to continue building and, you know, keeping a, a relationship going. Yeah, I'd love that. Thank you so much for having me, Alex. No problem. Also, I when your course comes out, I will definitely be taking it. And then I think I'm going to use that to share with my listeners how it's going, like what I got from it, because I'm really excited. Yes, queen. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Thanks, Alex. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. If you are interested in any of the things that Diana and I discussed today, or you are interested in taking her course in October when it comes out, please go to my blog and leave me a comment, or you can reach out to me on Instagram. You can DM me. Let me know if you're interested because I will give you the code, um, the, the special code of mine, where you can get a discount off that course. Otherwise, just go to her website and you can, you know, get the free uh, guide that she has there. The links are all in the description here. And there's also a little more detail on my personal blog.